All right, folks, what is going on? This is 369 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today is Tuesday, and we're going to have a stacked show today. I mean, it's going to be a little bit more than what we normally do here, but it's a lot to talk about, and I want to get into it. And um, it just shows you that we're getting closer and closer to the football season. And with that being said, there's a few things I want to talk about when it comes to both of these teams, Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons uh, football. If this is your first time here, welcome to the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And uh, we're just getting closer to the season, and I can't wait to see what happens. Um, but with that being said, I, I, I want to get right into it. I just can't because, I mean, I, I don't know where to really start. I know on the screen you can see already with the quarterback from Boise State, uh, Colton Fitzgerald. He decides to transfer from Boise State and come all the way down to Statesboro. I'm going to tell you, that's a really big deal. Now, we're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator of the Atlanta Falcons. Actually, um, happy that Rashawn Evans is on the team linebacker Rashawn Evans from the Titans and what could that mean for the Atlanta Falcons so all the links are down in the description if you want to support I am on YouTube and Rumble I'm on Anchor Stitcher Spotify Apple and Google Podcasts so if you don't want to watch the visual and you want to listen to this at your leisure the opportunity is there so just click all the links down in the description and whatever uh, works for you it's all there so uh, let, let's go ahead and get into this uh Colton Fitzgerald, I was actually surprised that um we were actually, first and foremost, going for another quarterback because, I mean, you already know what Coach Clay Helton has been doing. I mean, Coach Clay Helton has been getting these guys in here to, um you know, fight for that position. Uh, unfortunately, we end up losing a quarterback. We talked about that yesterday as uh, Cam Ransom decided to move on and play for McNeese State. That was in episode 368. But now with us at 369, we're sitting here talking about another quarterback that just committed just right away. And not only that, he has moved on from uh that he has moved on from Boise State, which that just goes to show you that he had, you know, a handful of guys, a handful of schools really looking at him at one point. He comes down to Georgia Southern with four years of eligibility. What does this mean for the Georgia Southern Eagles? Once again, we're just stacked and loaded at, at the quarterback position. At one point, we were really worried about what's going to happen with the quarterback position, especially after Shia Wirtz was um, end up going to Louisville and Justin Tomlin just didn't pan out. Um, I thought that with uh, Cam Ransom coming in, I thought he was going to be the guy that really set the tone for the program, but you had all this stuff going on with the coaching staff and everybody changed and everything didn't fit well for Cam Ransom. He ends up going to McNeese state and the flip side that while all that was going on, we ended up getting like a Kyle Van Tree, Zach Roseman, David Dallas. I think that's the right one. That's the quarterback. And we also got Richie Langford. So we had a handful of guys that was ready to go. And I think any of these guys could play. Kyle Van Tree is the veteran. He's been in the, uh, in college for, uh, a very long time you know by the today's standards six years and he's going to come in and you look like he's going to be the starter look like he's ready to go uh and but when you bring guys right behind them it looks like it's going to be a year where we constantly just continue to reload and uh with colton fitzgerald coming in 
this looks like it's going to be just continuously moving right along. And with him having four years of eligibility, that's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. Because you also have to understand, we still have Connor Zagelski. We still have Zach Roseman. You know, we still have, like I said, the David Dallas. And we haven't even talked about Brooks Pangle. You know, Brooks Pangle, Richie Langford. We have a lot of quarterbacks that's coming in. Brooks Pangle's going to be coming in in the fall. So we got a lot of guys here. And um, at the end, and basically, they're just going to be fighting for positions. Um, I I hate to see that because you got a lot of talent there, and there's only one football to go around. But when you have this type of problem, I'll be honest, it's a good problem. Uh, I can't remember a time where Georgia Southern had a problem like this and actually was, you know, you know, uh, okay with it. I don't see how we cannot be okay with it. Uh, I mean, these guys are going to compete. And they're going to be vying for a spot at, at the quarterback position. So th- it's going to be really cool to see how this plays out at the end of the day. Um, I don't know which quarterback is going to stand out and shine. As of right now, it's Kyle Van Trees. Next year is going to be really interesting to see how that plays out because you have all these other guys that are coming through, you know, like Zach Roseman. Connor Z- I don't even think I even mentioned Connor Zagelski just then, did I? I don't even think I did. So if anybody who's watching and probably, you know, commenting in the comment section, like, well, what about Connor? That's another guy that's going to be a quarter. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, how things are going to be with all of these quarterbacks, to be honest. When you start thinking about it, it's like, okay, is this a good move? I mean, I don't know, but I'm not going to be here and say like, um, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I don't like the move. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I don't like what's going on, you know. So, I mean, with that being said, I'm more or less okay with it. Uh, but before I go to the next topic, I will say this. This just goes to show you how the reach of Coach Helton and how well this is working. You got, like I said before, you got guys from Fresno State transferring to Statesboro. You had other guys like Kyle Van Trees coming all the way from Buffalo coming down to play in Statesboro. Now you got a guy right here, Colton Fitz, coming all the way from, uh, he's basically coming all the way from California, went to Boise State, and he left there to come here. I don't know if you guys realize at one point we was, going, we was trying to get Kurt Warner's son. He actually came to visit Statesboro to be the quarterback of, the, of Georgia Southern. Yeah, name recognition would have been awesome, you know, but, I mean, he, he just, it just didn't pan out. I think he ended up going to UConn or something like that. But when you look at what's going on here, these guys are in the position to actually make some big changes. I mean, I'm not talking about just like with names and 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 and, and uh, recruiting status. I think this is going to bode well as far as wins on the field. You know, and and this is a nationwide thing. We got to understand we're pulling guys from all over the nation now. We really, we literally got somebody from the West Coast. And, and to be honest, I think this is the second person from the West Coast that's here, at, that's going to be here at Georgia Southern playing. We just had a DB that was, I think he was at USC at one point, went to Fresno State, and then he transferred to Georgia Southern. Now you got another guy went from California up to Boise State. He has committed to Georgia Southern via after transferring. So I, I don't know how this is going to play out. I, I really don't know, but it's very exciting to see this. It's very exciting to see this. Uh, I don't I don't know how the rest of the state of Georgia is going to feel about this. 
you know, all these moves are happening down here in Statesboro. But you best believe that right now we're, we're probably going to be looking at like being the most rec or the second second most recognizable college football team in the state of Georgia. And, you know, a lot of people know about the Georgia Bulldogs and people think about Georgia Tech. But Georgia Tech, in my opinion, has been falling off for a while. Um, they still trying to get back in their pro style offense, but I don't think it's the same. Kennesaw State looks good, you know. Um, Valdosta State has always been good. Mercer's another good team, you know. We we got some teams here, you know. There's one team I didn't mention. Uh, well, I guess I can mention them now. Georgia State, yeah, yeah. I think all that noise that they've been talking, it ain't funny no more. It ain't, it ain't funny no more when we pulling guys like this. It ain't funny no more when you see what's going on in the spring game. It ain't funny no more when you see these guys getting big and uh, big, stronger and faster. Now I don't know what Georgia State is doing over there. Maybe I need to you know check out and see what's going on over there. But for the most part, I don't think these guys are doing anything that uh even remotely close to what we got going on here. And I, I mean that. And I'm not saying that just to be funny, but uh like seriously, I'm I'm really trying to figure out what's going on over there. So uh whatever they got happening, you know, more power to them. And uh hopefully they'll get their act together because we're gonna be doing what we have to do to continue to be an elite program. You know, I mean, we had a couple of down seasons, whatever the case may be, but this turnaround is nowhere different. You know what I mean? It's, it's nowhere near what people think it's going to be. I've heard other people say, oh, it's going to be something similar to Georgia Tech moving from the option. And, and no, nah, it, it ain't going to be like that. I promise you it's not going to be like that. If you watched the spring game, you would have known that. But I, I've said enough about that. Uh, congratulations to Connor Fitzgerald, the new Georgia Southern Eagle on the at Allen E. Paulson Stadium, brand new eagle that's in Statesboro. Hopefully we'll see and hear his name somewhere down the line uh, at the quarterback position. All right, let's go ahead and talk about this before we get out of here. Uh, Dean Pease and Rashad Evans, what do these two have in common? Well, Dean Pease used to be the uh, defensive coordinator for the Titans, and he's happy that uh, the Titans let Rashad Evans go. Um, there's been an article in at uh, heavy.com. I think it's also on si.com. I think these are the same places. I can't remember. I'm not really sure. I don't. I don't really follow these media places like that. But um, I'm not going to go into the entire article. But I would just say this: Dean Pease loves Rashad Evans. You know, I mean, he, he's basically his guy. Um, they drafted him back in 2018, which is unreal right now because I don't know if he's still on a rookie contract or whatever the case may be. But he's fairly young you know, four years, three years in the game and the Titans let him go. And I mean, that's crazy. Especially when you put up the numbers that he's put up, you know, it, it, it to me, I think is insane. Uh, last year he came to, uh, he was a starter in the second season, you know, 111 tackles and 2.5 sacks of fumble recovery for a touchdown. So he's been moving around, you know, I mean, I mean, he's done very well for himself in that second season. Uh, I, I I'm sitting here just looking at like, all right, what 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 can we do with this guy? Could he be the leader of that linebacker, um, the linebacker positions, that linebacker corp? I don't know, because you got guys, you know, you got guys here that can still play. I mean, don't get me wrong, I I've been kind of down on Deion Jones, but we're not going to deny that the, the guy has talent. 
You know, Deion Jones can play. So you got guys like him, Michael Walker, Troy Anderson, Dorian Etheridge, Rashad Smith. You got some guys at linebacker that's going to be doing some things. I mean, I didn't even talk about D'Angelo Malone. He may be going back and forth between the defensive line and actually being a linebacker because he can do a little bit of everything. But when you look at what they have here, this is uh this is gonna this is like I said, once again, it's a good problem to have. I mean, how could you not how could you not, you know, you know, having a defensive coordinator who loves the players that or or he has gets to coach the players that he drafted. A lot of defensive coordinators don't get that a second time around. Now Rashad Evans is gonna be uh replacing uh uh Foyer Luacon, which, you know, in four seasons he had at least 90 tackles plus. And last year he had 192 tackles. He was the league leading uh, tackler. Unfortunately, he was too expensive. He ended up getting like a three-year deal for almost $47 million. And the Falcons wasn't going to pay that. So they let him go and end up getting Rashad Evans. I'm not saying it's a one-to-one, but I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not complaining about this pickup at all. I think with this move here, it just continues to solidify what we have as a defense, which we may think, well, we may have a better defense than advertised. You basically got one of the best shutdown corners in the game, and on the other side of him, you have uh, Casey Hayward who can ball. Then you have Isaiah Oliver possibly in the slot. You got Richie Grant, and uh, I can't remember who's going to be the other um, safety that's going to be starting. But you still have a couple of undrafted free agents probably going to make in the team. The whole linebacker corp that I just mentioned, Evans, Jones, Walker, Anderson, Etheridge, and Smith. You have the defensive line where you have Epiquette and you have uh, Grady Jarrett. D'Angelo Malone is probably going to be down there as well. I mean, look, this team could be much better than than we think. I think they're going to be better than, than we think. So with that being said, I can't wait to see what this team does. I, I, I'm i willing and, you know, uh, I don't even know the word, you know, to, to say I, I, I'm willing to be super excited about this team, even though you got to keep your expectations low because you got a rookie quarterback. You got a lot of these guys are learning a new scheme, even though Mariota's a veteran. He knows the scheme pretty well, but a lot of these guys is probably new to them. There are going to be some growing pains, but at the same time, I'd rather go through them growing pains with these guys now so when they get better, they're going to know exactly, you know, they're going to know exactly how to run the their uh, or play their role within this offense and or defense, special teams, all that stuff. So um, this is going to be a good move. I think these two guys together, and you know, with DMPs and actually getting able to, you know, feed Rashad Evans, more Sean Evans, more knowledge of playing the 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 you know the position. You know he's been in the league since 2018, but still he still needs a. I mean you always in a position to learn. Things change, things schemes can move around, and with that being said, it seems like uh you know this is going to be a situation where those things that do move around catch on really easily, or as they could be able to catch on with what Dean Pease has in store because this defense actually wasn't that bad. It played pretty good. So I want to see how that goes. If you like this content, the like button, share this content, subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already, I'm on YouTube and rumble. I'm also on anchor stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcasts, and Google podcasts. Uh, like I said, it was a pretty loaded show, a lot of stuff going on, but not much to continue to drag on 
We also we talked about Colton Fitzpatrick. Uh, did I say Fitzpatrick? I'm sorry. Colton Fitzgerald. I, I probably messed that up a couple times. Colton Fitzgerald committing to Georgia Southern. Clog, you know, clogging up more of that quarterback, um, you know, that quarterback position. Find out what we're going to do at quarterback for Georgia Southern. And also we talked about Dean Pease and Rashawn Evans. Those two guys together could, you know, look like they could make something happen. But it all starts with everybody's collective doing their job. No, I don't care if you're talking about the Falcons or Georgia Southern. Everybody has to do their job. You bring that talent together, everybody do their job. You'll be a well-oiled machine. You'll be able to win some football games. And and that's what we've been wanting. You know, we're 3-9 and nine last year, and this time we want to turn that around. All right, y'all. Hit all the links down in the description if you want to check out everything. And uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I will be back Wednesday with another topic, and we'll continue to talk either George Southern Atlanta Falcons football. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Y'all be blessed. Peace.